Welcome to The Wind Down, an afternoon podcast where two techie blokes sit down over a bowl of wine and chat about what's happening in the world of tech. Enjoy while Scott and Nick open up about their week in technology. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome to The Wind Down. My name's Nick Bojard. I'm here with... Scott. Hello, Scott. How are you? And I see you have a new microphone, I, sir. I, I've hooked up some different audio equipment to get a better Oh, yes. You sound so much better. It's like the dulcet tones of one of those late-night Love Shack radio presenters, really, isn't it? Oh, that wasn't quite my intention, but let's go with that. <laughs> oh, there's some there's some deeper tones coming through. It's 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 a lot warmer. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling more friendly towards you as it already just by listening. Oh, there you go. I probably shouldn't have used that old mic on the floor, sitting across the room, and tried to you know think that that was a good experience. Oh, no, anyway. it's, it's it's very cool. So, um, let's begin. Where are we? What are we drinking? Where are we? We are still in our individual uh, recording studios this week, uh, also known as home. Home. <laughs> However, uh, what have I? I've got an actual. Um, I've got a, a 2019 uh, Parker. It's a, oh, nice. Uh, now this one's a Shiraz. It's a Kudawara area, but it's usually um, you get the Cab Sabs down there. But um, Parker do a great drop, and it's not overly expensive either. They do a, a really good, just sort of you know, I don't know. Twenty-five dollar a bottle, sort of red, and it's it's a great performer. It is some better Excellent. stuff too, but um, yeah. Well, being the lockdown wine down, where we can have our own bottles of wine, which I think is 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 awesome. I'm not sure my wife agrees. I'm having a um, pass uh, paley. Uh, yes, yes. Twenty sixteen, actually, that's a that's a, probably a nice year down there. Mm. Um, about, we should uh, we should head down the Kunawara sometime. It'll be interesting. It's just very close to the border between sort of South Australia and Victoria. There, just on the South Australian side, um, it was named the, the Aboriginal uh, meaning. Apparently, is honeysuckle. Oh, okay. I was sort of hoping it was like red grape or something, but uh, <laughs> honeysuckle is the um, the definition. I don't quite understand yet how that relates. Maybe there's a lot of honeysuckles down there, but. Yeah, could be. I'm not. I'm not sure. Wine is a traditional Australian um, beverage before white settlement. It could be. I just don't know. I, well, I don't know. I seem to remember watching all these medieval shows where you got these big kegs of wine. I, don't know I did say you... Australia before white settlement, not medieval. Ah, England, right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. There you go. Cool. So, after all that microphone shenanigans, what are we talking about today? Oh, so look, it's interesting. Um, I, I thought we'd uh, just briefly talk a little bit about, do we actually need a phone in today's modern connected world? I, th I think um, that's really interesting. And I must admit, the um, the title was clickbait, because it's, it's I'm not, I don't think we're going to, and I'm, I've watched the, um, the view count go down when I say this, we're not talking about mobile phones or smartphones, are we? Well, yes and no. Yes Ooh. and no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick you up on that one. We are actually talking about those as well. Okay, so so let's let's start with your okay. hypothesis. What do we need a phone or don't we need a phone? What's a phone? What do we use it for? What is a phone? Look, I'm I'm gonna go forward really boldly and say we don't actually need our what we've historically known to be a phone. The old handset on the desk anymore. Uh, and look the 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 people, um, the 
the average person walking walking around or driving will say, no, no, I've got my mobile. All, all things are good. Yeah, I get that. But look, larger organisations have got a lot invested in this older infrastructure, uh, being physical handsets on desks. Uh, you've also got the historic, um, you know, the PBX, the, the little small phone systems that people have had. They used to get like in lots of four or eight extensions and then someone would come in and plug another eight extension board on or something like that. And there, there's a lot of those still around, quite a lot. Um, and as organisations are moving, they're actually starting to think about this now going, is this important? How important is the phone system? Because in the last year and a half or two years, whatever, Everybody went home to work, mm. and guess what? You didn't have access to that phone on your desk. Now, strangely enough, <laughs> some of our clients took their phones home off their desk as well, plugged them in at home, and it didn't work. Didn't work, well, yes. It didn't, it didn't work, yeah. So, well, then they said, well, what's wrong? Why doesn't this phone work? So, uh, well, let's think about this. It connects into the big phone system in your office. So, yes, well, there's the internet. So, well, yeah, your phone system is not on the internet. Yes. Yeah local to your office um, and thus mobile phone numbers and redirections and all that sort of stuff happened and look when you're trying to do something quickly all sorts mm -hmm. of things appear as solutions after a little while they appear as very bad solutions in many cases so you've sort of got to work through some of this stuff so let's let's pose a question um and this is an interesting one when i got my first job i yes. got a desk and a computer and a phone on my <laughs> desk no, they had desks and computers and phones. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Scott. Um, and when somebody wanted to talk to me, they they'd ring the phone. And when and I we got excited about things when you had direct dial numbers and somebody could phone a number from outside and your desk phone would ring and all of that stuff happened. Yeah. And then the phones on the desk stopped ringing, um, at least for a lot of people. Uh, maybe if you're a telephonist, they didn't, but but certainly. Um, the phone stopped ringing because it was far more easy to get hold of someone by phoning their mobile. Yes. And you look, you are right. Look, a, a number of years ago, uh, your basic status symbol, I guess, was the phone on the desk. And I remember uh, back in well, quite a long time ago now, I started work at, um, at IBM. And one of the big things was, I, I got a phone. Oh, look, yeah, it's an old clunker of a thing but hey, it's a phone that rings and you know and I've, I've got a phone i've got a real number and everything and oh i exist yeah uh, yeah yay for me so, I, I i had one at microsoft i remember that and yeah it's around about 2000 we had phones and, and stuff but then when you're trying to get hold of someone like you might have their direct dial number you might have the company number but people aren't at their desks or they're out at a meeting or they're out doing something you end up defaulting to calling their mobile phone well, that's just it. And you're either, are we now saying that the mobile phone number is the corporate's asset? And if it's a, yeah, if it is actually a mobile phone supplied by the company, then yes. But if it's your own personal phone, then yeah, that goes with you. That has its own issues as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, I, I changed my mobile phone number in 2003. 2004 something like that i think um and um i remembered my old number the other day and i phoned the person who has that number now and i said oh are you getting a lot of calls and she went loads still i'm sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah and so that's that interesting you know people still having that old number and never having updated it well that number portability has been around for a while now so that's not too bad 
But um, if you think about this, you've got the old phone system, the PABX, sitting in an office somewhere with the physical extensions attached. Um, yes, you can then migrate to the cloud to a hosted PBX. Mm-hmm. So you basically remove the need for that physical box in your office that is the the engine of your phone system because that engine is now provided magically in the cloud somewhere um, and your phones connect into it. But this is really the next stage of that evolution where do you really need the phone handset on your desk or is your computer able to do it? In which case, yes, it is. Or maybe an app on your phone is that virtual phone. Now, we call those soft phones. They've been around for a long time, but they're only in the last few years that they've really started to get to the point of being properly usable. I mean, the, the original soft phones that came out, were, man, they chewed battery. They chewed battery like nothing else. But they, they also had a reputation for being rubbish bits of software, if I remember, remember rightly, or incredibly expensive. It was, it was That was well, your choice. Uh, yeah, I've seen them for like fifty to one hundred dollars for a bit of software, and then every now and then they crash. And to be fair, how often does your old physical analog handset crash? Yeah, it does doesn't crash very often. No, it's a very simple device to find over many years. And to be fair, look, it's a hundred and twenty, hundred and forty years of development on that product. Because um, in the late eighteen hundreds, and this is the whole purpose, they they, they run off minus forty eight volts because that's what the exchange would provide. Those phones were actually powered off the exchange. On those, oh, you, lines. you you can find that out if you get a copper telephone line and put it to your tongue, and somebody calls you, it gives you one hell of a whack. Hmm, that's something that's we did so- as kids. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> God, I mean, I haven't done that, but I'm going to go and see who I can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't do that. Okay. Well, yeah. Look, forty-eight volts is still forty-eight volts, even at you know a low, a low number of amps. So, um, or milliamps, I suppose, really. But uh, so here's a question from the audience, right? We're talking yes. about you're saying let's move to soft phones and away from the phones. What about this comment? So from someone on LinkedIn, um, managing the cultural and behavioural change is key for the acceptance of soft phones and headsets. Right, they've been around for decades, but still not mainstream. That's an interesting comment, mm. there, isn't it? it? It is. And if you went back two years, looking at that and going, there is a lot of change that has to happen. Uh, it's going to be a slow process because look, it's a it's a telephone we're talking about. It's not a it's not some modern thing where people have to really come up to speed pretty quickly. People have been using these things for many years, uh, and look. The reality is people know how to use them. Yes. And they work. Um, but all of a sudden, people have had to use them from home and they've yep. had to force themselves to change in order to make anything work. And I think now that we've actually had this massive uh, forced education program of, no, you're working from home now. This is how it has to work. You have to redirect this or you have to do this. Or you have to answer this this well. Your phone is now here. Learn to use it. You, well, have, that, that's, you have to that's, use it. That's fascinating because I think the increase in the online meeting, the Zoom or the Teams, that type of thing, has meant the that you know almost pure voice has become a legacy medium. It, it has, it at has. least in my world, it's like somebody making a phone call. It's it's nice, but I kind of expect to see them now. It's really quite funky. Well, Zoom's recently added phone numbers into mm-hmm. the into the mix. You can now go and get your phone calls through there. Microsoft with Teams has become one of the world's largest telecommunications companies 
all of a sudden yep. by having phone numbers in most places. I was going to uh, say, didn't they do that when they bought Skype? But we'll move we'll move yeah, past that. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. They did. And this is the whole the whole thing. That's where everything's heading. Um, yep. I think the thing is, do you really need a physical phone? attached to well it's not gonna let's let's take it back a step you don't really need a physical phone running on analog copper plugging no. the phone lines into an exchange and in reality nbn's yep. come along and it's ripping out all the copper anyway and in some cases you'll get an uh, an ntu little um, termination box from in nbn and it'll have a couple of analog ports on for physical phones if you still use them and there's okay. a lot of help but, that there so, so home phone and i saw a statistic earlier where you know 2011 we're at 83 percent landline use and in like eight years of seven years that dropped down to uh, under 50 percent of landline use now i'm not sure exactly how they manage measure it but i certainly know that it's rare to find anybody who can give you a home phone number anymore anecdotally the home phone has disappeared mm -hmm. so my question is with the home phone disappearing and getting replaced by mobiles and you'd remember because we're fairly similar ages you know fighting your brothers and sisters for the the phone to phone your girlfriend etc etc and trying to have long conversations was really hard my friend's got two lines in i remember that um yeah. but but the, the the phone was a thing um but now everybody's got their own unique device but now people aren't using the phone feature and i think that's why calls are now so cheap in that people don't make calls anymore people will do a video call or send a text or do all these different mediums of communication with the traditional voice call being less and less yeah look it's uh, we've taken what is that traditional voice call yeah you're right and we've we've converted it into an app into an audio stream into a whatever it is into another way of performing the same task we've uberized yep. it Maybe I'm, I'm <laughs> yes, disrupted it, so to speak. Disrupted. We've disrupted the project. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. So let's let's go through the various ways people use phones and the ways we think they should go away. Home phones, pretty much on the decline. They just are. Uh, they are. So there's there's probably a, a few areas of the population or a few demographics where it's it's helpful. Um, yep. I will say though that a a physical phone in perhaps a common area is useful because mm -hmm. in in cases of emergency the the ICE thing uh, and also in um, uh, public areas people know how to use a phone and to use it if they have to now in theory yes everybody carries a mobile but the reality is that's not quite the case and at least having those physical phones around is is good so so here's an interesting yeah I love the way you just said that everybody knows how to use a phone and today you're right you pick it up and you dial a number um, is that going to be the same in 15, 20 years' time, because... Well, I, don't think, I don't think you'll pick it up. You'll probably talk to it. And yeah, but got... I was, was going to say, it gets different because and you're now on a mobile phone. How often do you actually go to the keypad and type a number? You, you don't. You look someone up in your contacts and you click on them. And less and less is that whole keypad dialing a number thing relevant. And I wonder as, you know, as, as we look at it, um, what were we saying? Millennials are now over half the workforce. Yes. There you go, yeah. right? And and Gen Z are now coming into the work. Well, Gen Z, my kids call it Gen Z. It kind of rubs off, but are now coming into the workforce. So you're getting that those the people who've never grown up with home phones now coming into the workforce. Or, They're not going to want a phone on their desk. There, that's going to change, and we see that that shift will be fascinating. Well, that, well, and that's it. And you, they'll say, "What do you use a phone for?" So we use a phone to ring into the shopping channel when they show it on late night TV. <laughs> yes. What's, What's TV? TV channel? What's TV? Yes. 
Okay. So you're right. And um, I, I do see uh, a little bit of use of the mobile number to ring, but a lot of the cases it's it's in the app. It's in whatever the flavor of the app is for the social group that the, the, the youth of today are in. They'll yep. use that to contact friends and it's all texted online and you'll see them sitting beside each other, texting each other rather than using a vocal expression. Yeah, so it's, it's quite funny. And I, I noticed with my team, which has mixed demographics, um, I, I picked up the phone and I just phoned a member of the team, as I do phone, phone them on the mobile. And they were surprised to receive a phone call, right? <laughs> and, oh, and I went, works, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have sent you a message first. I, I just totally forgot. And now I think about it, when somebody phones me, I get a little cranky. Because when I get a when, when you do that whole call escalation thing, you start with a message on Teams or something saying, hey, Nick, can we chat about? And you do a little bit of chatting on that until you realize you can't solve it with that. And you hit the call button. Um, that's a really good way to fix quick things, but also have an agenda set before you start talking. And I think we're not used to anymore suddenly being thrust into a conversation and having to answer on the fly without a little bit of time to prepare. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, it does sort of redefine telemarketing, doesn't it? It does a little bit, yeah. I, know, I think over time, telemarketing's going to, well, we've got mobile phones and we answer them, but the, you know, that kind of direct marketing, I, I think, is, is fascinating. And, and Matt Cowan, we've, we've had on the, the show, mm. and he'll, he'll talk about that in an interesting way. Is that direct market? And I know he's diversifying his business as well and doing direct marketing and other things, but is direct marketing a real way to make it happen? And I suppose it is if you can target really well, but I think with, with other things, it's not. And I got a text at four o'clock this morning from someone who messaged me on LinkedIn offering some stuff everyone messages me on LinkedIn about. And and I saw that and I went, yeah, I'm a bit cranky about a 4am text. Not that I heard it, but. Yeah, I, I had a call at uh, two in the morning uh, a few weeks ago from a person in the UK. Blah, blah, blah. I'm from this company. Hey, we do this. And I, I saw you do that. We'd love to be able to help you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, then they sort of looked a bit deeper and said, hang on, where are you? I said, I'm in Sydney. <laughs> what, 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 what time is it? Sydney? Says, oh, it's about 2 a.m. or something. I don't know. But I said, oh, hmm. this call isn't going very well, is it? No. <laughs> no, not at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, there, there is that as we use that single contact number more and more, we sort of lose the identity sometimes. But I'll ask you, do you think you'll have a phone number in 10 years' time? Oh, that's fascinating. Well, I have a phone number in 10 years' time. Maybe in 10 years' time, but probably not in 20. What if I rang uh, your email address? Which, I can which one? Do well, that's just it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> so basically you're saying I can ring 10 of your email addresses and you'll answer. Hey, um, I've got another message popping in. What about this one? Um, are we losing the art of conversation with messages? Um, kids talk to me in acronyms. <laughs> I IDK what you're talking about, really. <laughs> In fact, we shouldn't be talking, but we should be typing the response back. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but the, it'll, it's a phase. What do you do? I know it's a long phase. It's going to last for 10, 20, 30 years. But um, I, I think this will happen until we get those. There's got to be something about this visual or mental implants that does. we're going to get to the holographic version of all of this. 
Um, I, I think it'll happen. I, I think it's it's funny when you look at comments like that about how the the art of conversation changes with messages i'd love to see when we started in the workplace what the older generation thought of our behaviors around some things for example the mobile phone and they were and i've had one really since i started work but they were horribly derided as the time as being you know yuppie accessories and 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 all of that kind of stuff and that's a, a mainstream tool oh look I, I had that when they first came out they said what's what's that I said well that's a mobile phone and they said and what's that other thing well, that's the battery you carry around with to, make <laughs> yes. it, to make it work and what's that other thing it's the aerial you've got to carry it that's right um no no it looks pretty good but um so westpac recently is here's an interesting thing they got rid of all their physical phones as far wow. as the old the old handsets and the branches go and all the branch phone systems and they're all gone they've moved everybody across the teams they gave everybody an iPhone and they all run teams with a phone number in groups attached there. Now it was a, a project done with Microsoft. So there was a bit of tweaking and, you know, some features and things that were added to work on mm -hmm. how does this work, but they are now running a uh, physical corded phone no longer. Wow. Which means they can exist anywhere. They don't have to have the call coming through to the AM. Yep. To that iPhone, they could actually route it somewhere within Teams and have it appear somewhere else. It doesn't matter, but that's only recent. Recent-ish. Um, oh, I would say if, if Teams yeah. is capable of running the complex telephony that someone like Westpac will have, um, then it's capable of running it for anyone. Oh, no, I've got no qualms that Teams could actually do all of the things that are required. Uh, my only issue at the moment is that some of the things require uh, are not click, click, click through an interface. They're all PowerShell script driven and you've got to have a certain level of expertise to really get it to do certain things you may want it to do, which sort of right. creates a slightly higher support overhead than you'd like. Um, but I think over time, that's even going to simplify and disappear as well. Okay, that's 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 kind of cool. So yeah, it's it's a fascinating. It's it gets really emotive. I've, I always mm. said when I was when I was running Hub One with Trevor, there there was always these questions: Do we get into doing voice? And I went, No, 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 we're not going to do voice because voice gets really emotive. Um, people get quite emotional about telephones and voice. And I'm sure Westpac had some interesting organizational change management to do that. And I know lots of accountants I've worked with wouldn't be without their phone. They, it's a tool of the trade, so to speak. And and it really, that's moving. And if so, an organization that's been around for a hundred or so years, which is Westpac, which is quite traditional, which is a bank is able to do that, then there's no reason anybody else can't suddenly give your staff total mobility. They've got a laptop, a mobile phone, and suddenly they can be and do any be be anywhere and do anything. Yeah, look, I I think you're right, and this is this is one of those efficiency areas. And you look at there's there's quite a few of them that exist, especially around broader IT. Around hey, here's a project that does this and makes that little part of our business a bit more efficient or a bit better than it used to be. This is mm. one of them. It enables so many things. And over time, if you start acting on all these enablers and putting them into your business and sort of staying up to date and current, eventually you start to be generating, uh, capable of generating more and more revenue or market share or whatever it is how you drive your business than your competitor that, oh, look, we've got a, a really old phone system. Oh, it stops us doing this, this and this. Therefore, the you're winning on that front. Uh, oh, we've got this really old system that does something. Oh, that's right. We've got a modern one. It's in the cloud. We can do it from anywhere. So a lot easier to address 
unknown things that just occur, but you've got systems and processes set up to support that. So it's good. So keep up to date. And also you'll attract the smarter and younger and cooler staff. Um, Imagine if you've got somebody straight out of uni who's all excited about coming to work for your organization and they've got an interview with you and an interview with Westpac. And they go to Westpac and there's no phones and there's Teams and everyone's hypermobile and blah, blah, blah. And they come and see you and it's um, pot plants in the corner and um, a cubicle and a desk and a phone. We know who that smart person is going to pick. So it's a way of attracting talent as well. It, it, it is, it is. Hey, look, and, um, Samsung uh, historically have had a lot of phone systems, like the old branch phone systems, the PBXs. Um, they sold a lot of those under the Office Serve brand in, um, in Australia. Um, about four years ago, three years ago, they pulled out. They wow. literally didn't say, no, no, we're going to give you all the, yeah, here's, here's the SIP interfaces. Here is the digital version of all the, here's the new features and all the, no, they just worked out that this is a dead market. We're going to run away and yep. not choose not to participate. Isn't that fascinating? So you can sit there with phones, you know, phones on the desks of your staff, but you really are a legacy business if you're doing that. You are. I think that, I think we're really at that point now, especially having the whole work from home thing going on for you know a long time now. Yep. If you're not able to really be mobile and have that ability, then there's something wrong. Why? Sure. That's awesome. I, th- I think we're probably done for today. That was that was a cool podcast today. There you go. How about that? I'm still liking your audio, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Look, that was, that's been brilliant, Scott, and, and everybody, thank you so much for watching. Um, please like, leave a comment. As you can see, we answer comments live during the show. Um, please subscribe. Um, if you're on YouTube, click the little bell icon because you'll see when we do new things. Um, um, you can catch us on uh, wait, uh, audible.com, Amazon, um, iTunes podcasts, um, CastBox, your favorite podcast listener spotify youtube facebook and linkedin so we're kind of everywhere you can't get away from us and um, we have a phone number oh no, no. <laughs> we do have a phone number you can, so, yes. you can you can ring scott but anyway <laughs> thanks so much for watching or listening we really appreciate it um and i hope you have a fantastic day scott yes thank you nick thanks everyone All right. You guys take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.